What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Garçon, one uh, admission for the continental breakfast. Hmm, interesting. European style. When in Rome? Ah, the forbidden fruit. Well, aren't you a tiny plum? Well, la, di, da, paper and everything. And who are you, my little friend? Not a spoon, not a fork, but something in between. Hmm, ah, a fapoon. What will you think of next, Germany? All the European countries lay before me. Where should I fly to first? Ah, the pit of the donut. Mmm, thank you, turkey. Mmm, buckle up and see where we shall go next. Ah, the Danish, clearly from Brussels. Mmm, hello, Greece, where the yogurt flows like water. Mmm, yes, like gogurt, but to stay. So good. <coughs> Pulling into Spain. Mmm, baked to perfection. Can you believe this? It all comes with the room. Yes! I love being incontinent! I love being incontinent! A delight to the senses! Isn't it, my friend? Isn't it? I'll have what I'm having! I'll have what I'm having! So good. So good. Oh, good afternoon, sir. How can I help you? Well, Davis, I will be staying here indefinitely. But, sir, don't you know that you've always been here? Really? Mm-hmm. Continental breakfast, then? Right around the corner. The Poon has to be one of the greatest. Oh, like, absolutely. A- ever since I've watched, like, like the, that Key and Peele skit, Fapoon, like, I'd never say Spork anymore. It's, it's always a fapoon. Fa- it's a Fapoon. It's a fapoon. It should have been named Fapoon. Yeah. Guys, welcome to the podcast. You know it's a podcast. You've listened to us before. I mean, I hope so. And if you haven't, go, what are you doing? Go listen to other ones. Well, listen to this one first, and then go back to the other ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, by the way, that over there is your legendary shit. Legendary gent Shane. There it is. And that over there is your mythletic greats. And this is Myth Takes Were Made. This is a mythology and folklore podcast that covers a variety of topics. During the show, the sober person, which is me somewhat, um, yeah. will tell a story, and the drunkard, which is Shane will be along for the ride. I usually talk about the mythology side of things, and Shane talks about folklore and conspiracy theories, and this week we have a guest. We do! Go ahead and introduce our guest. This is Ronald. Hello. It's uh, not my cat turned human, because uh, my cat's that name is also cool. Ron. That, that would, would be, be pretty cool. cool. She would be a I? bitch, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Ronald the cat is a female. Yeah. In a very, in a very bitchy one is that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're do, we're little things different this month. Uh, so instead of doing 
mythological mythological stuff. Uh, it's Halloween theme. It's spooky season. So spooky, scary skeletons. Yes, but yeah. Um, Shane Street Corner. Um, I forgot about it, and so we could just—I don't know. I can think about it. Or we just do something simple like Let's... a mimosa, because I am drinking. Uh... You know what? Yeah, it actually kind of fits with the theme a little bit. A mimosa? Yeah. Well, uh, how about Tequila Sunrise? Let's do a Tequila Sunrise. Sure, sure. Okay, so let's do a Tequila Sunrise because I am drinking orange juice and vodka, but everybody knows that. That's screwdriver. That's just easy. Uh, tequila Sunrise is a little bit different, though. So you're going to have uh, a shot at your favorite tequila and then about half a shot, yeah, half a shot of gritadine, and then, of course, about eight ounces of orange juice. Um, and it's going to look really cool because the gritadine is going to go to the bottom and kind of uh, make it look like her sunrise. Hence the name Tequila Sunrise. Wow. Tequila Sunrise. So magical. Wow. I do love tequila. <laughs> I know. It's so good. I can't drink it. It happens to yeah. the best of us. Bro, you speak up anytime you want, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. jump in. <laughs> you're not just, you're a part of this. Yeah. You're a part of the bigger thing. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. We talk a lot, so you just kind of have to jump, jump in. in when you can. Jump in when I can. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. No, tequila's fun. Um, the, the only the only four times I've had tequila were uh, when my wife uh, decided to take me for um, uh, margaritas. That was fun. You've only had tequila four times? <laughs> he doesn't drink very much. I don't drink very much. Okay, fair enough. But, I, and I know a lot of people he, don't he's like He's a tequila. young, sheltered baby. It happens. <laughs> very, you know, Even though he's like, Very sheltered. He's I'm old and wild, so. Old and wild. He, he's yeah. 30 as well, so. <laughs> In February, okay, in February. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm not there yet. I just turned 29 uh, last week, and that was rough. Oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, By I've, the time we're I've recording this. Yeah. <laughs> By the time we're recording this, he just turned 29 last week. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, because I got, I had the flu the weekend before. Oh, no. And it was, yeah, it was, it was really bad. And so... Because uh, I had a plan. My birthday was on Thursday. I was going to go to work, get off, and I was going to go to uh, Blackwater Draw, shout out to them, and just get real tipsy on their beer, mm-hmm. and then come back, have several other drinks, sleep in, because I took off on Friday, nice. and then had some friend, family coming over, kind of do the same thing over, go to drag races on Saturday. It's going to be great. I couldn't really do that because I didn't feel good. Uh, I still had like a beer and that's like all I could stomach. So it just sucked because I'm like, it's the last birthday of my 20s and I couldn't do what I wanted to do. But eh, whatever. Uh, it happens. Now you're turning 30. <clears throat> yeah. But, oh, well. but you still have you still have qu- quite a bit of ways. Yeah, I got a year. It's good. Right, so yeah. I'll just plan a big blowout next year. So Have your knees started hurting yet? Oh, I got horrible knees. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. I like also I tore baseball forever. Yeah, I tore MCLs in both of my knees. Oh. Uh, my senior year, no, my junior year in high school. So yeah, they're always bad. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I'm on borrowed parts. How, how's your back? <laughs> Not good either. Not good. We're just gonna. T- what are you talking about today, Grace? Uh, yeah, you're making you're making our host feel bad. What the fuck? So I am broken. Every part of me. <laughs> I'm just broken mentally. Hey, same, same. <laughs> um, no, no, okay. we're not broken, just bent, and we can learn to love again. <laughs> no. Uh, um, so, based off of my monologue, do we have a guest on what I'm? Do we have a guest on what? It's I'm gonna about? be a hotel. Right, but since we are in the spooky season, 
there's several hotels Hotel that are California. spooky. Yeah, you can't leave Hotel California. Can't leave. No. Although, would you want to? Probably. Yeah. Well, it sounds horrible. Yeah, mainly because the song is based off of cocaine. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know that. It's just a horrible Yelp review. That's we, all that right? Hotel California. Yeah. And also, uh, we fun fact: we did a song about that in a high school marching band. Oh, okay. A song about cocaine for high school marching band. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Right. sounds about right. Yeah. If you have to teach a bunch of high school kids how to do band, you're probably on cocaine. Probably. Honestly. I'm just kidding. I loved uh, our high school uh, band and choir director. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're actually talking about the Minger Hotel located in San Antonio, Texas. Yes, this week. I love it. Yes. And I actually went there. I've been there as, too. As a young, as a young child, as a young spring chicken. Um. I went there like five years ago. <laughs> five years ago? Maybe like six years ago. Listen, it was ten. <laughs> it was ten years ago, asshole. Um, so let's just, let's get into it. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so before the land on which the elegant Minger Hotel sits became a hotel, it was the scene of perhaps the most remembered fight for Texas independence. If anybody doesn't know, it's actually located like right next door to the Alamo. Oh, I remember that place. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, we were there. Yeah. Do you remember? Oh, I remember. I, mean, I forgot the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered the Alamo. Shit. Yeah, that place. Well, that. is this supposed to remember? The Alamo. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, basically, uh, the Battle of the Alamo, the Texans hoped, no, they needed their freedom from Mexico, and minor disputes ultimately resulted in one of the bloodiest battles in Texas history. Basically, Texas's own... 300 starring everybody that's shirtless. John Wayne, Clint Eastwood. And... Yeah, all the, the country guys you can think of that were in old westerns. Uh, you can. 300? Dean Martin. No, This is Sparta? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, but like 300, but I'm like I like Texas. I don't remember version. John yeah. Wayne being 300. No, no, okay, no, no, okay, but no, we're we're we're, we're making. Yeah, we're recasting it. Yeah. We're... Oh, okay. Yeah, John yeah. Wayne shirtless. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that either. And then, like, his underwear. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, tidy whities but, like, the saggy ones. Wait, from how, that, how like, would John know, Wayne oh say God. this is Sparta? I don't know. I can't do accents or, uh, not accents, impressions. I'm awful at them. No, don't look it up, bro. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's just keep going. Yeah, so, in February of 1836, Mexican General Santa Ana marched with his troops to the Alamo mission intent on stamping out the rebellion they arrived with nearly 4,000 soldiers despite the odds stacked against them the Texians and Tejanos gathered together to fight they held out for 13 long days the commanding officer William Travis which was honestly about maybe my age yeah this was going on he, he was he was a kid he was a kid I think a lot of those people though were pretty fairly young can, mm. like today's standards kind of thing I don't know. Mm. I mean, back then you were working when you were eight, so. Truth. True. Yeah. There's no. There's no schoolyard. You just go yeah. to work. You go work. Yeah. Um. The commanding officer William Travis sent uh, missives to Texas communities for aid and was rewarded when 32 volunteers arrived at the Alamo. The numbers then tipped kind of toward 200 at this point. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 200 versus 4,000. Uh. Yeah. A little bit of a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not good with math, but that's a difference. Uh, it's, 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 that's at least like ten. Th- three more. 
Yeah. Yeah. For days, the battle commenced, but on March 6, 1836, the Mexican soldiers rushed the compound. General Santa Ana's troops besieged the church, busting the doors open with a cannon. One by one, the Texian fighters and their supporters fell, including infamous James Bowie and Davy Crockett. Love his knives, and I love that man's hat. He never wore the hat. I know. Well, he... That was the actor that wore the hat. I thought, like, he had it, but it was just, like, for some reason, like, that's all they thought about him. He's, like, and he wore it, like, twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, that's what it was. He's, like, he wore it, like, twice. Everyone was, like, yeah, the guy with the hat. It's, like, I don't wear well, it that no, much. Well, if you, no, if you watch the, like, newer version of the Alamo where um, they have all the fantastic actors, even the guy from um, The Conjuring. Really? He, he plays He plays William Travis. Huh. I don't know if I've seen that. We have it at our house if you want to watch it in the movie theater. Oh, yeah. That'd be yeah. Awesome. yeah. Um, I mean, I probably saw it like a long time ago and then forgot. It came out know. recently. Like, oh, I was in it? high school. I was about to say, like, I, I know I watched something of the Alamo, like, in high school, but also it was just kind of like a throwaway and I was doing, like, other work while watching it. No, so. this one was, like, really, really good. <clears throat> okay, cool. But anyway, on the land which the Minger Hotel would be built on 23 years later... The Alamo fell to General Santa Ana, and it is reported that all the men fighting for the Texas independence were killed. Other than the conspiracy yeah. theory of Davy Crockett running away and joining. It's a good theory. Houston. I don't I don't necessarily believe that, but it's a really good thought. Like uh, the, the whole theory, just in short, was that he was a Freemason and he basically like in his last, like, before he got killed, he gave, like, a Freemason sign, and, the uh, like, the general on the other side uh, noticed the sign because he was also in the Masons, and so he, like, let him live. Uh, That's a conspiracy theory. I don't necessarily believe it, but it's cool to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So let's get into the family history of the Minger. Yeah. I love the Minger. It's so cool. It is really good. It's really, really pretty. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's really pretty inside. Like, it's, or even in the outside, it's really, really pretty. Yeah. Um, so by the 1840s, Manifest Destiny had become an almost tangible concept to the countless people migrating west across the Great Plains of the United States. Has anybody ever played Oregon Trail? A long time ago. It's so much fun. And I died of dysentery. You pooped every yourself time. to death. Every time. Every time. <laughs> If anybody doesn't know, dysentery, you, you shit yourself to death. Pretty much. It's awful. It sounds awful. I died of dysentery. Rest in peace. It's nice to talk to your ghost. <laughs> After all these years. <laughs> um, so when journalist John L. O'Sullivan wrote, The right of our manifest destiny to overspread and to possess the whole of the continent, which Providence has given us for the development of the great experiment of liberty and federative of self-government entrusted us, he initiated a rallying cry that would be echoed all throughout the eastern seaboard. The 20-year-old German immigrant, William A. Minger, must have felt the calling in some kind of capacity because he arrived in San Antonio in the early 1840s when it was still very much a cattle baron town. William actually immigrated from Windecken, Hesse, which is in Germany, in 1847 at the age of 20. So back in Germany, he was known as a copper, a.k.a. a barrel maker, hmm. and a brewer because, you know, German. They're all brewers. All of them. Yes. You, can't, you can't tell me anything different. You throw a stone, and you'll have a brewer. <clears throat> yeah. 
If I ever, you'll hit a brewer and they'll have yeah. a really bad headache. Anybody who's from Germany makes their own beer. You're convinced? Yes. Okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay. I was there for like two days. And I I was there for six months. <laughs> You're there for a lot longer. I, I was passing through. I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time there. But. Yeah. Um, so the Minger wasted no time in settling into San Antonio. Within a few years, he'd started the Western Brewery with his partner, uh, Charles Philip Dagen, who was another German brewmaster. Of course, because... German. Yeah, German. They're all brewmasters. Makes I'm sense. you. Western Brewery was not the only was not only the first brewery in Texas, but by 1878, it had also grown to become the largest operating brewery in the Lone Star State, as well. That's crazy. Yeah, and in 1868, Minger also bought out his competitor, Naylor's Brewery, and earned the nickname the Beer King. I mean, that is the best nickname. Mm-hmm. That you can possibly have. Yeah, there's yeah. there's Beer King and Whiskey King, and just those two, Yeah, you know, long live the king. Long live the king. <laughs> um, Western Brewery had been built on part of the site in which the Battle of the Alamo had transpired. Just on the other side was a boarding house owned by the widow, Mary Gunther. As it turns out, Mary was one of the first people that Minger met when he moved to San Antonio while looking for the prospective job opportunities, what? So the church at Alamo, once it was destroyed, they built a brewery on top of it. No, I don't think you understand. So the Alamo... <laughs> let, let me paint a picture. Okay. Let's just say, and for those of you that are listening... Uh, close your eyes and picture this. Close your eyes. Well, eh. It don't, don't do that. Unless you're driving. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. If you're driving, keep your eyes open for the love of God. Use your imagination. Pretend yeah. it's on the road. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, let's say that this placemat, which is square, is the Al- is the Alamo property line. Okay. Here's my phone. That's the Alamo. Okay. Okay, here's so it's, the gates. Yeah. The right. Alamo. It's like in the property. Like, the Alamo's in our... The, yeah. the Minger is like... It's in the property of where like the fence lines used to be, kind of thing, like where the gates were. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't built like on top of it. Yeah. No. Over to the side. Yeah, it's like say you got like twenty acres and you got yeah, it's like building in the corner kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. They didn't knock. That's like saying that uh, those two school buses that were on Grandma's property. Right. That's like saying that they were put on top of Grandma's house. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, guys, Ron is my cousin. I was about to um, say, if, if you didn't catch it from that. <laughs> we're related. Were related, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Minger had made Mary's boarding house his temporary, all right, kind of permanent, home for three years. <clears throat> and by boarding house, that it's not a boarding school, guys. It's not for young kids. It's just, it's like an inn. Yeah, um, I did not know that. And for the longest time, and I just thought it was like the the boarding, boarding house school. was just boarding schools, and so like I heard like so many like of that where it's like a boarding house and like bar next to it or like shit like that because there's a bunch of them like in history, and I'm like that's awful. Those kids are getting drunk. That's horrible. Is that really bad? <clears throat> I mean, back in the day, what else are you gonna do with kids? You right. know, 1800s. Just give them some whiskey or beer. They'll be fine. They'll go right to sleep. Yeah. Um, finally, Minger actually convinced the boarding house proprietress uh, to marry him, and soon after, the two wed. Oh. Now he had his beer queen. 
wait, that was actually really cute. Yeah. Oh. Um, they became a big part of the German Texan ethnic community, and he expanded his wife, his now wife's boarding house and combined it with his own brewery. So now it's a hotel slash bar. I'm staying there. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Win. 100%. Win. Let's go. Uh, I mean, let's go now. <laughs> Is it still a thing? Yeah. They still have a brewery there? Yes. I didn't know that right now. Yes. I didn't know it was still there. And they have ghost tours. Oh, yeah. I knew they have ghost tours and stuff and like And the that. ghost tours come with dinner. That's really cool. And they have really good brunch. I have not been in San Antonio in a while. I love brunch. Brunch is great. Brunch, brunch is, is great. great. Um, and, on, and on the next podcast, I'll be having a Bloody Mary. Look forward to that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. We're recording a lot today. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Um, both, both businesses thrived in the San Antonio market, but soon enough, it was necessary to expand the boarding house because obviously they needed more space. Yeah. Because San Antonio, that's like a big, it's not necessarily a port town. It's like a pass-through town. At that that point. At that that point point in time, it was a big pass-through town. Yes. It it was a port town for the river. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, there's a lot, like, especially if you're traveling through Texas, uh, San Antonio is like one of the last kind of stops before you get to like Mexico on like, the way to Mexico on the way to Mexico or like California and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, not off of I-10. Yeah. But if you're, I don't if think you California the, was a thing there, but it was like it was manifest destiny. Yeah. It was like everybody's going that way. So it's yeah. like you're one of the last stops kind of thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <clears throat> together, Mr. and Mrs. Minger decided to turn the Cal to turn the boarding house into an opulent hotel. They named it after the Minger Hotel, or they named it the Minger Hotel after themselves, of course, and set upon making their dreams a reality. I honestly guess that the Ritz was a little bit too crackery. (laughs) Yeah. Which is why they didn't name it that, but, you know, whatever. Um, By 1858, they had enough money to commission the construction of the hotel, costing them about $15,000, which in today's money, that's about $463,682.53. So not a little bit. Mm -mm. No. It's not not a crazy amount, but it's also not cheap. Yeah. So to design their dream hotel, the Mingers hired a local architect by the name of John M. Freeze. The hotel was built in eight months, and the grand opening was on February 1st, 1859. It was a two-story stone-cut structure with classical details. The interior, if at all possible, was even more breathtaking. It's, it's a really pretty, it's just overall. It's so pretty. It is so pretty. 
Um, the hotel and brewery was located right next to the Alamo, which was being used as a military depot at the time. Obviously, you put a brewery hotel right next to a military depot, it's going to attract a lot of people there. And it was also in the crossroads of military operations and trade to the Mexican and Indian frontier. Indian as a Native American. Yeah. Um, fun fact, the hotel and the brewery were connected by a tunnel. That's so cool. I love tunnels. You'll hear more about it next uh, week. Kind of like it's uh, my time. tunnels in uh, Disneyland that connect yeah. all of them. Yeah, I just think it's... It's Jean Lafitte, cool. guys! Yeah. I mean, tunnels are so cool. He's back. If I could build a tunnel, uh, tunnel under my house, like going to my friend's house, I'd be fucking... That'd be so fun. That would be fun. Your friend isn't really that far either. No, it's not. It's it's doable. It's like it's it, doable. It, it's the next street over, but if it's a straight shot, it's like less than fifty yards. Yeah, I could dig that. Literally, I, I could walk dig that far. That. You could dig that. <laughs> could dig that. Uh. <laughs> um, William Minger also raised and butchered his own hogs for the hotel, and he shipped in all these fancy champagnes, wines, sherries, and whiskeys. Uh, and he even had ice shipped in from Boston. And back then, not very many people had ice. That was considered a luxury. Mm-hmm. Um, the Civil War also placed a very heavy weight on businesses for the Minger, as especially. Uh, the number of people coming to stay at the hotel slowed kind of dramatically, and William was forced to shut the establishment down for paying guests at any rate. So in an attempt to show their support for the war efforts, they instead chose to open the hotel doors for the sick and the wounded. Keep that in mind. For the length of the war, the Minger was converted into a makeshift hospital for those who were sick or gravely wounded. Many passed away during this period and were unable to regain their health. So a lot of people died there. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of people that were dying, William Minger also passed away at the hotel in March of 1871. His death was met with grieving from the entire city, but the cause of his death still remains a mystery to this day. Hmm. Poison, maybe? Aqua Tavana. Minger had grown terribly ill, but with no autopsy performed on the hotelier's body, his death will always remain something. Of a mystery. Also, it was 1870s. You're not going to learn a whole lot from an autopsy. Unless it was like a broken neck or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would be able to do like all the poisons and stuff. A toxicology test? Yeah. Like, I mean, they could probably do some, well, but not like very scientifically. Yeah. Like they could get like a like a, a main poison because they like a reaction or something, but they couldn't do. I mean, if they were able can. to test to see <clears throat> if arsenic was found in a body in the renaissance times so yeah i'm sure they can find something yeah that's what i was saying it was like the main like big the main one, poisons. like arsenic and i can't even think of anything other than arsenic at the moment but uh not carotene powder yeah yeah like they yeah um despite minger's death mary refused to give up and right after her husband's passing she was quick to put in an ad at the local paper <laughs> In the notice, she assured locals that William's death would cause no change in the affairs with the brewery or the hotel. That's a lie. Is it? Everyone who does that is a lie. Truth is, she didn't allow the death of her husband to affect the business at all. Oh, okay. 
In one year alone, Mary welcomed 2,000 guests to the hotel. With the expansion of the trains and the, and the depot station being laid out in San Antonio, the Minger Hotel went on to even bigger heights. By the 1870s, she decided to add lush modern technology and outfitted the entire hotel with its own gas source. That's pretty cool. And they put in toilets. What? That's awesome. That's why I meant that's what I meant by lush technology. <laughs> lush technology they added. And they the have their own gas source. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, by 1878, the Western Brewery had closed down, and Mary Minger and their son, Louis William Minger, had sold the hotel in 1881 to J.H. Kampmann, the local German builder who was the hotel's original contractor. The Minger sold in 1881 for $118,500, which is $2.8 million today. Jeez. And... Kaufman also purchased all the interior furnishings for another eight thousand five hundred, or two hundred three thousand today. For a hotel, though, like an established hotel, mm-hmm. that's not a whole lot. No, no, but like I mean, that's definitely like a a reasonable price. Like that's not like outrageously cost, especially with its <coughs> like very, especially with its location. Yeah, it's like it's a good location. It's right next to the military depot. Yeah, everybody already knows about it. It was like one of the first places to have ice and stuff like that. Like and that's indoor a, plumbing. That's he got a he got a pretty good deal there. Yeah. Either that or like it's reasonable. Yeah, it's either very reasonable or he he got a pretty good deal. Yeah, um, under compliments management, a new bar was installed and it became the one of the most elegant of its day. It was near identical image to the bar at the house of the Lord's Club in London. It was equipped with a beautiful cherry wood bar, matching cherry mm. wood ceiling, That's and nice. French mirrors. That's nice. But what happened to J.H. Kaufman? I bet he died. In a buggy accident in mm-hmm. 1902. <laughs> <laughs> buggy. <laughs> like a and buggy. Slow down, we're going seven miles an hour. <laughs> Died in a buggy accident. Maybe he fell off and his head was crushed by one of the wheels. Maybe. God, morbid. Either that or a a mouse ran underneath the horse and it got spooked and it bucked him out. (laughs) More likely he like toppled over in front of it and the thing ran him over. Oh, then the horse would have died. Was it like two, a buggy accident? Was it two buggies running into each other? Could have. There, or, there wasn't really much in the research. I mean, maybe, a buggy. I mean, a horse like coming on top of your buggy that would that would kill you. Yeah, definitely. Horses are huge. Horses are massive. <laughs> Doesn't it's gonna suck if you get kicked by one. Especially the European horses; those are fucking like. Yeah, like Clydesdales and shit like that. Jesus they're, God. they're huge. <laughs> I remember when I worked in a horse stable. Yeah, I'm that kid. Um, I worked in the horse stables. This was before I found out that I was allergic to them. Um. Uh, my cousin's allergic to you. Yeah. But it, it, it's just the hay. Like, no, it's a fucking horse. Anyway, I would have to clean out some of the horse stables. I hated the days that we had to do the European horses. Oh, my God. I, fe- <laughs> I feared for my life. Yeah. Because some of them really like to kick. Yeah. I got bit by a horse. He was a dick. <laughs> I was petting another horse, and I guess he got mad. and bit me on the arm. It hurt. 
They, it hurts. That yeah. girl, like, behind the elbow? It was, like, right on the back yeah. of the, like, yeah, where the tricep is, I guess. And it was just, that like, you little, it hurt. Like, it's, like, it wasn't, like, a bite, but it was, like, a nip. Like, a, hey, well, pay attention. I'm someone just like, right there, fuck. it fucking hurts. Yeah, it left, it left a mark. It was good. Yeah. Um, in October of 1924, there was a fire at the hotel. <clears throat> no. <gasps> fire. It was, you gotta keep in mind, it was all made of wood. They had the kitchen inside. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It happens. It, happens. Um, it actually burned yourself. up the kitchen, chimneys, and the entirety of the third and fourth floors. Oh, no. Shit. That, that, that's not a that's fire. That's a lot of money. That's a fire. That's a fire. Yeah. And it was also <clears throat> in the middle of the night. There's a Oh, shit. That's the worst time. So all of the guests were urged to evacuate the premises thanks to a night clerk who realized that there was even a fire at all. Yeah, because like if there's a fire at night, it's... It's a big ass fire before anybody even notices. Yeah, because you, yeah, cause you probably won't sleep. wake up unless you smell it. Yeah, and by that time, like you got half the place on fire. Yeah. So, and you also have to keep in mind this hotel had chimneys as well. Yeah, so it's like you smell they, fire, you don't think too much of it because you're like, okay, like, oh, cool. Someone, someone probably has a fire in their chimney. Yeah. Okay. Either huh. that or like you hear the crackling of wood. It's like, oh yeah, someone, someone's trying to get warm. Yeah. Um. All of the guests were urged to evacuate. In the of summer, Texas. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you have to also think back then it was a lot colder than it is now. I won't say a lot, but it was it colder. Was, it was, we don't, they didn't have the 100 degree weather like we do now. Can we go back? Is there a way to go back? Can we go back? I really, there a way to go back? I really wish. It's so hot. Keep drinking back. and then you'll go back. Today feels great, but really most does. of the time it's fucking hot. Today it's beautiful. It is. It's um, great. <laughs> In the dead of night, he scurried to each room, rapping on the doors or knocking on the doors, and waking the guests. Apparently, one guest reacted with such complete hysteria that he pushed the poor night clerk down the stairs. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, what? There's a fire. Get the fuck out of my way. And then push him Move, down. bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awful. Like, the guy who's saving you, push him down the stairs. Did it say that the night clerk died? So for inquiring minds wanting to know, the clerk was not seriously injured. Well, that's good. Thank God. The poor night clerk. Now, I have to make this a D&D one shot now. Oh, my God. Oh, that'd be great. The fire at the Binger Hotel. Oh, we just finished a D&D one shot about Russia's greatest love machine, Rasputin. Oh, I missed it. Well, it wasn't. It was the one where you had to do for charity. Oh, okay, okay, and I got gotcha. you. the guy lives in Las Vegas, and it's it lasted until 2 a.m. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oof. Yeah, there's you no You really way didn't miss that. anything. Okay, cool. I just, was like, just yeah. Just research the Bolshevik Revolution, <clears throat> and you're good. Cool. You're good to go. Yeah, I was like, because first of all, there was no way I was doing that, because I had or, stuff that or day. Or watch but... Anastasia. <laughs> yeah, movie. I actually just recently watched it for the first time. Really? Yeah. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, Rose made me watch it. Nice. It was a good, it was a good movie. It really I'm is. Like, it really is. Um... <clears throat> But it was not the 101 guests staying at the Minger who were actually hurt. Instead, the injuries came when the fire steam engine came rumbling down the road. Oh, no. The steamer headed to the fire at the Minger Hotel, rammed into an oncoming streetcar, <laughs> injuring the two firemen, A.J. Ashbrook and W.R. Boyd, who were operating the vehicle, and three people were also injured on the streetcar. I... 
absolutely love that. That is hilarious to me. Like, that is just, like, some, like, Three Stooges shit going on. Yeah. I know it's awful when people got hurt. The fire at the hotel, choo-choo! <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that's awful, but it's that shit like that is so funny to me. <laughs> it, it is. It really is. Um, they were in a panic. The liquor was burning. Yeah, was like, not oh, the yeah, bur- that's right. Not the brewery. <laughs> Especially like firemen, mean, they drink a lot. Like, Let's go. Let's go save them. And especially since it was the middle of the night, they don't have headlights back then. True, they did like had lanterns and yeah. stuff. That makes more sense. Yeah, I didn't think about still that. though, but they still, didn't that's... lights didn't have sirens, but they had the bell probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, like you, you would hear it going. But it's a streetcar back then. Streetcars are now today's trolleys. Yeah. They have the bell too. So they just thought they was their own bell. Ding, 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 ding. Like, man, it's echoing like crazy, and it's getting closer and closer. Bonk. (laughs) Yeah. God, that's hilarious. Oh, that's even funnier. One of the firemen was found unconscious under the the wreckage. Um, However, there are no mention of his death in the records. Okay. (laughs) Got that going for us. So the hotel went through some major restoration after the fire over the years to expand everything, and most recently in the 1940s. Insurance claim? Question mark? Hmm. Uh, no, I honestly don't think so. Probably, probably someone not. probably left the oven on. Um, left the oven on, meaning they didn't blow out, you know, put out the fire. <laughs> it's probably a cat knocking over a candle. Probably. Let's Cats be are honest. dicks. Cats are dicks. Um. Anyway, they also went through restorations again in the 1980s. The Mingers restaurant, the Colonial. So yeah. Yeah, within the 40 years. Okay. Yeah. The Colonial Room restaurant received very high praise for its menu as well. And it still does. And make sure you try their chocolate mousse. Yeah. That sounds really good. Oh, it's so good. So there are actually a lot of guests, notable <clears throat> guests, that have stayed there, including President Ulysses S. Grant, President Benjamin Harrison, President Theodore Roosevelt. Three oh, he's times, my favorite. Three times. And he even recruited some of his famous Rough Riders there in 1898. President William McKinley, Woodrow Wilson, William Taft, Harry Truman, Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, Lyndon B. Johnson, George H.W. Bush, and Bill Clinton. That's a lot of presidents. There's a lot of presidents. Oh, there's more. Yeah. But wait, there's more. Military dude Sam Houston, Robert E. Lee, Babe Ruth, John Wayne, Bob Dylan, and everyone's favorite myth lady, me. Hey. The Minger was awarded a state historic marker in the late 70s, and in 1989, it received one of the highest praises for being a historical hotel by being listed on the National Trust for Historic Preservation. I can add to the list of people who were there. Do you want to? Yeah. Um, my mother-in-law actually worked there in the 70s, mm. and she wow. has the story of where she was there whenever um, a robbery took place oh yeah that's right yeah and she said that she was like on her break like on the like second story uh or not second yeah the second uh the second floor where there was like a chair or whatever that she like like to sit on and eat her lunch on her break and she said like across the way apparently someone stole like a really big painting that was on the wall Mm -hmm. and she claims to not see anything she was on her break. She was taking a nap. I can guarantee. We were it. on she a break. Was a nap. We were, we on, were a break. on a break. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So that's a fun fact. She worked there for a little while. I don't think too too long. But so speaking of guests, 
A lot of them never really left. <gasps> well, I mean, the, the, the soldiers and... All oh, it, so and many people died there. Yeah. <laughs> Before there, it was even a hotel there. Yeah, there were 300 people that died. And a lot of people of just... Because of the yeah. Alamo. Mm-hmm. It's not very... Not very rare that so ghosts that, like to cross I mean, the street. Yeah, they like to stay stay places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's actually around 32 to 45 recorded different spirits that are said to haunt the place. That's a lot of ghostesses. Recorded. Recorded. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to think there's more. There's probably random more. ones that pass through. Or less. It could be the same ghost, but in different ghost clothes. Maybe they like to change outfits. <laughs> change yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so guests have witnessed beds levitating off the floor, knocking on doors, seeing faces appear beside them when looking into mirrors, cigar smoke in non-smoking rooms. Uh, like an acid trip. <clears throat> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Cigar smoke in non-smoking rooms, heavy doors open on their own, sound of military boots, and a young blonde boy playing in the rooms. Interesting. A kid. Very interesting. Hmm. Kid, kid, kid undead things are always more terrifying. They're the scariest things. Scariest like kid goes, no, not about it. Not mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Not even hey, a, I'm not even <clears throat> about alive kids. Give me the like, true <laughs> fair. Kids alive are creepy. Much less dead kids are creepy. <laughs> Ron actually has two daughters. Are any of them creepy? They're probably creepy as fuck, aren't they? Oh my god. Okay. So I mean, not say. I mean, I bet they are lovely, okay. but also I bet they're also very creepy. Safe space. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so my my oldest daughter, she doesn't like to play with. Barbie dolls or anything. Uh, we watched yeah. the Mandalorian, and that she—that's the only thing she wanted. Okay, I want Mandalorian armor. I want you know, I want this and want that. I want that's that. dope. Okay. Um, just recently, my youngest, uh, like, climbed out of her crib, crib thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the pack and play. Yeah, and she fell. Yeah, and, you know, she climbed out and fell, and so she was crying. We picked her up, and you know. Looked over at my oldest, and like, did you see anything? And she's sitting there just smiling. Oh, and it's just like, mm, you psychotic little child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I didn't watched... see anything. That's hilarious. Like, I mean, yeah. She didn't say anything. Like, she, okay. Like, and she was like, no, no, I was focused on the movie, which she's never focused on the movie. Yeah. Like, ever. Yeah. I was like, doing something, something else. Movie, and she was, Dad. 
going somewhere else. She's like running around the living room. Oh, that's so and she's funny. like all just this one time when mm-hmm. the youngest like falls and hurts herself. Yeah. She's she was too focused to see anything. That is hilarious. And, I, and so and so I was like, okay, go to your room. So she went to her room and I had her sit there for a while. And I walked in and I tried you know the psychological thing where a detective does <laughs> where it's just like starts naming off different things to see if you can. Yeah. She was, I mean, she Straight held face. it. She held it. Damn. And I was, I, I was, I was impressed, but also slightly terrified. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's like, what are you going to do when you get older? So I asked her, I, I asked her, I was like, okay, so did she just jump out? And she's like, no, she doesn't know how to jump. Like, okay. All right. So let me guess. She lifted her leg up and then you pushed her out. No. <laughs> so you did see something. No, I didn't see anything. Uh-huh. We went back and forth for about five minutes, and I finally gave up. And I was like, I, I, I'm not getting anything out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's awesome. All kids are born liars. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Yep. I have 100%. That's fun. That, that reminds me of a story of, of my uh, older sisters. Because uh, my the, – the middle sibling – uh, she was like, cl- she learned how to climb out of the crib. And so my oldest sister would go take her toy, put it right outside the crib and then run back to her room. And so my sister, uh, the middle sister would climb out of the crib to go get the toy, but she couldn't climb back in. And so my parents would be like, you got to stop getting out of the crib. Oh, and then, uh, but she wasn't as good as a liar. And so my oldest sister ended up like laughing at like the third time that night or whatever. So. Okay. <laughs> I know but, your sister's so it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny story, but like that's so funny that your oldest is just like I don't know what happened. I don't know. I didn't see nothing. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. Um. So another notable guest that stayed there was Captain Richard King, as in King Ranch. I know his truck. Senior trucks. King Ranch. Yeah. King, King Ranch a, Trucks. There's a huge ranch in Texas. Oh, it's like yeah, thousands of acres. Yeah. yeah. Him. What yeah, I would give. that guy. What I would give. So he stayed at the hotel so much that they made him his own private suite on the second floor. That's so baller. So like, they're, they're just like, dude, you're here all the time. We're just going to make you a mother-in-law court. You know, yeah. Thing. It's, Pretty much. It's on the top floor. You got well, it's it. not yeah. on the top floor, but it has a pretty good view. Um, San Antonio Rich- is pretty. It's it so is. pretty. Richard King actually got stomach cancer and actually requested to stay in his suite until he died on April 14th, 1885. Aww. Hmm. The funeral was held in the Mingers lobby. Has been seen, he's also been seen entering his room, which is the King Ranch suite nowadays. Um, when he is seen entering the room, he doesn't go through the door, but the wall where the door used to be that's classic ghost stuff well yeah i mean classic ghost have you guys ever seen uh there's youtube videos and there's different things on uh tiktok that'll come up about the ghosts and why they do what they do i watch so much ghost stuff (laughs) there was was one that, that really caught my attention where uh it's like it's a guy played it as a comedy yeah. Where, you know, they, like, pick up a bottle and move it. And then yeah. the other person that lives in the house, like, moves it back. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, the ghost doesn't realize he's a ghost. Yeah. And the ghost doesn't see the other people. All he sees is this random stuff that's Moving. placed everywhere. And yeah. It's like, no, that goes there. And then the person puts it, no, that goes there. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, like, that theory where it's like, we are ghosts to the people who are ghosts. I was just about yeah. to say, are we, are, are we the ghosts? Are we the ghosts? 
That's why, like, some people who like witnessing ghosts, like, just say, like, they, like, turn and, like, they see, like, this person just staring at them. And so they just, like, stare back. And it's like, who's the ghost in that in situation? situation? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> so the ghost is like, get out. That's why they say get out. That's why they say get out. I was like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, no, you get out. Yeah. It's no, like, you what do you mean? Yeah. You pay rent. It's just a stalemate at that point. Free real estate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can actually stay in the King Ranch suite nowadays, and in the suite, apparently, it's the same bed that he died in in 1885. Oh, fun. Bet it's lumpy. Right? <laughs> wonder if it has a distinct smell. Yeah. <laughs> no Tempur-Pedic mattress there. Yeah. In, the la- in the last 140 years, eight people also died in that. <laughs> no, well, kidding. it's not actually his mattress. I'm sure it's like the bed it's frame. It's the bed frame. Yeah. That's <laughs> about okay, to say. Okay, okay. I'm sure it's, it's a... fancy. It's yeah. fancy. I'm sure it's a new Tempur-Pedic bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he's been seen standing at the foot of the bed watching people sleep. He's heard walking. He's like, who the fuck is in my bed? What the fuck? I'm yeah. just going to stare at you until you wake up and get the fuck out. Yeah. Are you happy with yourself? Are you comfortable? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I can, imagine. can I get I mean, you any extra blankets, this sir? This suite was made for me and your yeah. Why are you yeah. here? It's like, I just had my, uh, my, my number set breakfast. on my address. Got to know, Frank. <laughs> I'm trying to wake up early so nobody takes my croissants. Right. Um, he's also heard opening and closing the shutters on the windows. And there's if you take pictures in the room with the flash on, there's actually dancing red orbs inside and just outside of the room. Orbs are... It's a little... Yeah, orbs have to... There has to be a lot going on with an orb for me to be convinced. Yes. Yeah. Same. I've, I've, I think I've talked about it. On your other podcast. Talked about it on other podcasts. I think I've talked about it. Here. Probably on this one. Maybe. At some point in time. So, another guest. There's actually a guy that stands by a bed wearing a buckskin jacket and gray pants. And he... Davey. Davey. Um... He apparently is talking to something and is asking the question, like, hey, are you going to stay or are you going to go? Should I stay or should I go? But you got to keep in mind. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry. A ghost moved the microphone. (gasps) Um, You also have to keep in mind the Minger is right next to the Alamo. Yeah. The people that were fighting the Alamo commonly wore buckskin jackets. Yep. I want a buckskin jacket. They're not really that comfortable. But they look cool. But they look cool. It's the they, cool factor. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, do you have the buckskin jacket with, like, the, the buttons? Feeds? Oh. I would think you'd have to have a little bit, yeah. Like, like the pocket feeds or just the shoulder ones? I will do just pocket. Just the pocket ones? Yeah, I think sleeves would get annoying. Yeah. Yeah. But you do need some. Right. You like, have if you're going to have a buckskin, you got to have the, the so like, like, beads. like, the breast pockets and then, like... The side pockets, or just the breast pockets, or just the side pockets? I think... I'm learning so much all about the, fashion from I think men. all the pockets would be fine. All the pockets? Yeah. yeah. I think the arms is too much. I think that's ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, the arms... <clears throat> yeah. Because, like, that's more for, like, the bikers. So it's just like, yeah. 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 This is a fashion... I have a bike, and I wouldn't wear that. I wouldn't wear this. <laughs> that would hurt like a son of a bitch. Oh, just... Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, because I'll wear a backpack sometimes, and uh, I'll forget to, All like, the, the straps, I'll forget to, like, tuck them in, and then, like, if you're going down, like, and you're going, like, 50 miles a while, it just hits the shit out of your arm. Yeah, it's not fun. 
Like, I'll see some people, they call it, like, the get back whip or whatever, and they have it on, like, uh, one of the handlebar ends. Uh, it, it's an old school thing, but I was like, I don't know how they do it, if it, unless it's, like, really long. If it's short, I'm like, you're going to get fucking whipped in the arm mm-hmm. all fucking day. Hey, but, some people like that. Uh, yeah, well... <laughs> Not here to shake. Yeah. Ew! 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 Okay, welcome to Mistakes Were Made. This is a fashion podcast. Now. <laughs> also, a weird pink podcast. Ew! No. No. Is there any more ghosts you want? Yeah, to talk I'm about? trying to get there. All trying right. to get there. That's great. I love it. I can... <laughs> we need more drinks. <laughs> I know. Anyway, there's also a lady that sits knitting in the original lobby. She wears a blue dress, a beret, and a small metal framed glasses. Isn't a raspberry beret? Raspberry beret. Um, some employees have asked her if she needs anything, and she replies, "No." She has to be French, like yeah. In I mean, an unfriendly no. tone, and she disappears. <laughs> She's like, no. sinks into the chair and then Um, all you smell is croissants it's a very distinct buttery smell no I I feel like it's cigarette smoke oh yeah probably 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 smell like cigarette pretty accurate cigarette smoke but make it French (laughs) Um, the Minger is also the very known place for murder 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 okay Murder. I was like, but, well, is it see, made out of brick? I'm sure there's mortar there, too. No. Murder. 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 Because of its central proximity within San Antonio, the Mayor Hotel has been the scene of many a murder. Oh, yeah. Of course. And, of course, many a suicide as well. Yeah. Um, it seems that many of those restless spirits have yet to leave the hotel, though it is difficult to know why. Perhaps they are stuck on the earthly plane so that their residual energy is left to relive their last moments over and over and over again for eternity. That would suck. Like having to relive that moment over and over and over again. Unless, like, before that, it was just a really good day. And then you just happen to get murdered? They probably just drank themselves to death. Okay, or that. Yeah. But no, like, I'm talking about, like, the people who committed suicide. Yeah, it would suck. Well, I mean, suicide is technically... You could you could say that drinking yourself to death is technically suicide. Yeah, you're inflicting it, it upon yourself. Was it intentional? It can be an accidental suicide. It can be an accidental suicide. But would would that? I be, don't think that called like a suicide or would that just it would be, be called? Would so, it be called? He died on accident. So if, yeah. Let's just, let me put it into this way, because guys, keep in mind at this point the Gabby Petito case is very big right now. I have been following it and I've been doing a lot of research on forensic stuff. Yeah. Um, so when someone dies by quote unquote homicide, that can contribute to murder. Or like accidental murder. Or accidental murder. <clears throat> okay. It, homicide just means you are killed by someone other someone, than yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like somebody else killed you in it, whether it be an accident or not. Suicide. Well, that would be involuntary manslaughter at that point. Well, yeah, but that's, it's still. That's where it gets in. So suicide is the umbrella. Gotcha. Or not suicide. Homicide is the umbrella. Homicide is the umbrella. And then once you get to, like, all the details, it kind of, like, funnels into... that umbrella. Yeah. Okay. Suicide, that's the umbrella. Mm-hmm. Okay. The details are fall underneath it, whether it be accidental I gotcha. or intentional. Okay, okay. I gotcha. I can see that. That, that. I was curious about that, because I was like, 
would it be considered an accidental suicide or just be an accident to where someone accidentally killed themselves? Well, I mean, because if you have a skier that skis down the black diamond of a hill, hits a tree at 40 miles an hour. Yeah, it's like they technically killed themselves, but it was... But it was a complete accident. So it was yeah. Accidental yeah. Accidental so it's Okay, so it's like that blanket, and then you, if you get more information, it's like, okay, yeah. Or let's say that you are taking some really strong pain medication, and you didn't realize that you couldn't drink on it, or yeah. you're you an like, alcoholic, so you absolutely yeah. need your drinks. Yeah, or, or like you know, one medicine cancels out another medicine, or yeah. adds to another medicine, you didn't know that. I mean, and it back causes in the day, hot. they would give cocaine and... Yeah, methamphetamine. Or hell, yeah, it was like, yeah, you would have, you would have like a regular, uh, like medicine that a doctor gave you, and then drink a Coca Cola that had cocaine in it. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Talking about fun stuff. Um, drugs. (laughs) Suicide. Um, (laughs) while we will never know for certain, we do know that the Minger Hotel and Death have had a very close relationship almost since the beginning. Oh yeah. So another notable guest that has lived there, or not even a guest, but a worker, her name was Sally White. Mm-hmm. Miss Sally. Mm. She well, was a maid at the hotel and was murdered by her common-law husband, Mary or Harry Wheeler. This dude's a piece of shit. Okay, I know so, this yeah. story. The, the first, first thing, first thing there. <clears throat> common-law husband. Yep. Com- not husband. Common-law husband. Meaning they've been together and lived together for seven plus years. But I never understood never, that. Like tied the knot. Yeah, like I never understood that. Like it'd be one thing to highly recommend. It'd be one thing to just like go to like the courthouse, which is perfectly fine if that's what you want to do. But like if you're just living with the same person that you're in a relationship with mm-hmm. for that long, like why would you just like not just go to the courthouse? So, like if you can't afford I mean, like a wedding and stuff, that's one thing. Just fifteen dollars. Yeah, it's like it's really cheap to go get a marriage license to get married. Like, it's if you're not doing a wedding, it's probably more than fifteen dollars right now. I think it's like thirty bucks. We, we paid seventy five. That was that was eight years. Yeah, ago. yeah. I was like, I can't remember. We uh, I got married. It's still three cheaper years than ago, the twenty thousand dollar weddings. Yeah, plus. yeah, yeah. It's like it's not enough to not do it if you've been with some literally living with someone that you're in a relationship with for over seven years. If like, you want to have a wedding, have a wedding. If you don't want to have a wedding, don't have a wedding. Just have a party later. Well, yeah, that's a, that's as long as drinks are involved, yeah. that's all yeah. that matters. But yeah, do you do you? Whatever. There wasn't drinks at our reception. I apologize. There wasn't a fucking reception. <laughs> like, well, kind of. There was like. Uh, Ew! I don't want to know about later. it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to know about it. I did the opposite. I got buried in a bar. So, well, is a he brewery. Did the right thing. Yeah. He did the right thing. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> um. Harry was honestly the jealous type and would always get mad if his quote unquote wife would get any sort of attention from anyone. That's narcissistic. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Like, um, like we already knew that. Yeah. Like, common-law husband already just... No, no, It's not... No. Yeah, it's, it's just like a weird, like, that's weird. And then you... I know this story, so that's why I'm just like, yeah. instantly like, I know he's a piece of shit. Oh, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the story. Please continue. Yeah. So they would always get into fights, and sometimes they would even fight when she was at work. Because they lived at the hotel. Hmm. So, on March 28th, 1876, the fight was back, was so bad that Sally ran to the local police station. They let her stay at the courthouse for the remainder of the night, and the cops did an investigation of Wheeler and their place of stay, 
but didn't show any signs of any weapons, so they couldn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Common police yeah. mistake. Well, then the also- narcissist acts like, oh, she's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. But then also, it's like, if there's no evidence, it's like the police can't really so do a whole... Most like, of, most, your hands are kind of tied at some on some things. That's why most abusers like to use the slap technique yeah. instead of any kind of punching or anything. Yeah. Because a slap mark, it leaves a mark for maybe one to two hours. Yeah. But that's the shitty thing about police. It's like, even if they, like, know, you can't do anything about it. Because it's like you can't no go arrest him. Yeah. Evidence. Yeah, you can't like arrest him and be like, why'd you arrest him? Well, he did this. Do you have Where's evidence? that? Is there any evidence? No. Well, then you can't do anything. Yeah. That's, that's one of the well, shit things. Yeah, that's why most abusers like to use the slap technique because yeah. e- the quote unquote evidence goes away yeah. very quickly. That's why you need to be just notice things as a human. And if you notice that shit, that Get like help. your friend is doing something like that, get help. Yeah, sure. Do that. Get help. That that's a better advice than what I was gonna say. Call four one one. The information. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Call 411 before you dig a hole. 811. 811. 811. 411 is for information. We call 411 a dish. Now you know. Now I know. Yeah. To get some things before going to work at the Minger. Because I don't think they lived at the Minger. It was like it was a close, block away. But she died in one of the hotel rooms. Yeah, yeah. But like she didn't live there. It was just like, sorry to like interrupt. And, no, it's it, okay. But like, she, it was like a block away. They were Walking literally, distance. oh yeah. It was like a two minute walk kind of thing. Yeah. So she went back home to grab some things for work at the Minger. Um, but Harry Wheeler was waiting for her with a loaded pistol. Hmm. Sally tried to run the two blocks to the Minger Hotel, but Harry got to her before she could make it the whole way. He grabbed her by the throat, shot her in the lower abdomen. She escaped his grasp, and he shot her again in the left side of her spine. Sally White died two days later on the third floor of the original part of the hotel, and Harry was never arrested for the murder. After he shot her, he left town, and no one was, no one knew where he went. Sally was loved so much by everyone at the hotel, including Mary Minger, that they even paid for the grave and the coffin, and the receipt can still be found in the lobby on display. It's such a weird thing to display. That is a very weird thing to display. Yeah. It, it, it's like, um, it's like a humble brag kind yeah. of thing. Yes. It's like. We'll pay for everything. Don't you worry. But they like put it on display and be like, how good of a person we are yeah. to pay for this. Humble brag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's been seen walking in the hotel corridors, mostly on the third floor, especially at night. And she is seen wearing an old long gray skirt with a bandana around her forehead, often seen carrying towels. And once seen when a lady was getting out of the shower 
and she was at the edge of her bed folding sheets. Not sure if they were ghost <laughs> towels or ghost sheets or I real al- towels. I or always, always wondered that. Like when people see a ghost like interacting with something else, was that thing actually there? Or was it a ghost item to where it disappeared I mean, with the based person? off of my experiences at another haunted hotel, I'm pretty sure they were real. Okay. Remember when I did that episode on the Fast Hotel? Yeah, no, no, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just thinking about things. Okay. Yeah. It's weird. Would it's it play like thing. a hologram? Like it shows the, yeah. the items with, you know, in the ghost form or? Yeah, because I've. Like interacting with the actual items. Yeah, because I've heard of like different things or like there happens to be like, if like you see like a ghost like taking a drink of water or something, mm-hmm. there like happens to be like an empty glass there or like a glass there and they like pick it up and it's like turns into like a ghost glass kind of thing i i I don't know i always thought that was interesting that like how do they interact with things that are already there or do they think they're interacting with something and and so that and then it kind of manifests in their hand because they believe that they're picking this item up Mm -hmm. and then that's where you get where items can actually move because maybe if they're a ghost for a while they can Start picking things up. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've got an idea. Okay. One of us needs to die and turn into a ghost and then come back, so we can tell each other what happens. (laughs) There's so many mysteries, and there's only one way we can solve this. (laughs) I'm I'm a rule against that. Yeah. (laughs) It's a very interesting idea. Let's table it and come back to it later. I'll, I'll take one for the team, guys. No, <laughs> you have kids. Let's table it and then never come back to it because this podcast will be evidence of uh, <laughs> multiple, multiple things. <laughs> and this is why we don't use our real names, guys. Um, in 1890, an Austin insurance agent showed up at the Minger, entering the bar room where Teddy Roosevelt's ghost has since been seen, H.H. Childers. That's so cool. I want to see his ghost. So Childers actually kind of strode up to the bar, removed his six-shooter from his holder, and he raised his arm, aimed, and fired, and killed Jim Draper, a San Antonio hack driver. At trial, Childers was sentenced to 25 years in prison, but on his appeal, the case was reversed, and he was allowed a bond. Holy shit. So two people who killed in the hotel, well, the other one, he didn't kill in the hotel, he, like, shot in the street. But two people who killed someone who end up dying in the hotel, scot-free. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's why it's such a great place for murder. I guess. Murder. Um, the motivation Childers had for murder is completely lost to history, and at least it fails to be documented in the newspapers. Well, if the guy did something to, you know, be murdered for, then... He was an insurance agent. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. that's all the motivation I mean, you need. I mean, no offense to people who sell insurance out there, but insurance is fraud. Like yeah, that's I mean, it's that's such bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> Taxation is theft. Yeah. Um, There's no reason that it, something that you can make for twenty cents needs to be sold for four hundred dollars. Yeah, it's exactly. fucking ridiculous. Exactly. Um, a mail and key clerk actually got really sick at the age of twenty six. And he came to San Antonio to try to get in better. Um, he only got worse, and he went to his room Monday night on September 7th, 1903, committed suicide by cutting his own throat. Ooh, that's... Ooh, God. 
Like, Even no. if you're sick, like, no, that's no. not the way. No, no, no. That, no, no. I don't believe that. I don't believe that he committed suicide. You'd be surprised. A lot of people are, as soon as they hear the word, you're diagnosed <clears throat> with cancer. It's like, all right, I'm going out on my own fucking terms. Yeah, but that way? But, yeah, slitting your throat? Slitting your that's own throat. All, probably all he had was a knife. Maybe. I mean, you could, like... I don't know. Uh, e- e- either way, like, that's... I don't, mm. I mean, Continue. It, like, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Next. 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 So, Teddy fucking Roosevelt. Amazing. Fucking love him. He's a... Not his middle name, but yes. <laughs> that is his middle name. Have you read his biography? Yeah. Um, he arrived the... in 1898. The leading colonel set up recruitment headquarters in the patio area of the Minger Hotel. Teddy joined not 11 days later, and there was not a single doubt that the recruits were a mixed-matched lot. While some were Teddy's classmates from Harvard... Um, others were Native Americans, Texas Cowboys, Rangers, and random folk who'd enlisted to fight in the Spanish-American War. So he rode with a bunch of badasses. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, his nickname was was the Bull Moose. So that dude is, he's crazy. Like, and I think he fought an alligator at one point. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. I think he jumped off of his moose, like onto an alligator. Yes. Like, I think that's that's literally the story. Yeah. The only thing. He rode a moose. He rode rode a moose. There's there's photos of him on a moose. The only thing that he is afraid of, there's the only thing that he's afraid of is piranhas. I mean, fair. Because the, because the South Americans tricked him into thinking that piranhas were actually really dangerous. Yeah. And they're really not. No. (laughs) Like. They will not eat you in point two seconds like everybody says they will. They they actually don't like to be around humans, so they just swim away. Yeah, they just kind of like scatter. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Unless if they've been starving for three weeks. Yeah, unless you no. like have them in a spot. I saw a TikTok on this. They yeah. purposely starve a pool of piranhas, and then they threw a whole cow in there. Yeah. yeah. To scare it. Yeah. Yeah, because yes, then yes. they would eat it. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, no, like out in the wild, they don't they generally really care. Don't. Okay. <laughs> Unless if they've been starving for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, so they'd appropriately earned their nickname after a Washington, D.C. correspondent called them the Rough Riding Outfit. Yep. Although they remained in San Antonio for a month, the locals re- preferred to call the men Teddy's Terrors instead. One could say that the Motley crew had left a certain impression on the people of San Antonio. Those who had survived the war and life itself returned to the meager hotel for a reunion in 1905, Teddy included. Mostly seen and heard at the bar. Yeah. He's said to be seen at night when staff is closing to be translucent and does not move. That's so cool. I want to see Teddy Roosevelt's ghost. He just kind of sits there. Hmm. Um, Sometimes when he is at the berry or at the bar... Uh, he hollers out at the workers and starts up conversations on rare occurrences when staff approaches him. He isn't translucent when they do this. That's so cool. Okay, so... All if right. anybody's going to be a cool ghost, he's going to be a cool he's ghost. He's going to be a cool ghost. Especially if he strikes up conversations with people. Yeah, that's so cool. He actually starts with his recruiting tactics <clears throat> as though trying to get them to join his Rough Riders for the Spanish American Yes, War. I'll be there. Yes. I want to be part of it. Yes. Teddy, take me. Yeah. (laughs) Don't freak it. Don't freak Teddy Roosevelt out, okay? Okay, so, all right. We, okay. We need to save up a bunch of money. No. No, no, no. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out, okay? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. 
She's a human. Hear me out. (laughs) It's my daughter. (laughs) We go. Okay. We go. We go to the hotel. We work there for a year. No. We try to. We okay. Come on. I would love it. As soon as I get retired, I'm gonna go work there just to see Teddy. And as soon as I see him, I'm out. Yes. Okay. Check. Yeah. I was like, I'm good. Life is good. I saw Teddy Roosevelt. Click. Yeah. Done. done. Yeah. Done. All I needed. That's so cool. Like, yeah. Plus, plus, if I'm going to be a ghost, I'm going to be at a bar. Like yeah. that is like I've always said that is like if I'm gonna be a bo- ghost, where am I gonna haunt? It's gonna be a bar mm-hmm. because that's just would be a awesome place to be dead. Plus, you could screw with all the bartenders. Exactly, it was like you can like screw with all the drunks and just hang out and probably drink a bunch of ghost liquor for free. It'd be great. Free ghost liquor. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, what they call it, booze. <laughs> yes. Boo! Literally. I love it. Um, he showed up one night as a new employee was closing up the bar, and the employee was scared shitless and was trying to run out, but forgot he was locked in. It's <laughs> hilarious. And just started banging like crazy on the door until someone showed up to let him out, and he quit pretty soon after. That's hilarious. Pansy. He didn't know. <laughs> they probably didn't tell him just to fuck with him. Oh, hey, yeah. Teddy Roosevelt pops up sometimes. Yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> I don't think I would quit, but it, if you didn't know, I'd you'd probably be freaked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'd probably but be freaked I'm out. I'm sure Teddy was like just that asshole ghost. It was just like really fucking with him. Like this guy's new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, this guy's I new. Seen you before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he like leans over to all the other ghosts. He's like, watch this. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my ghost beer. Yeah. Hold my booze. Nah. No, I did it better. <laughs> <laughs> At the Minger Hotel, it seems that deaths by murder and suicide have only increased the paranormal activity. Unsuspecting guests have reported seeing the ghosts of these unfortunate souls replay the last moments of their lives before startled onlookers. It seems that the tragedy that these people have suffered in life have continued even in death as their spirits haunt the Minger. Now, I also have my own account. Okay. So, yes and no. We actually stayed at the Minger for a friend's birthday trip. It, it was her 21st birthday. She was really into dark shit, but it's a whole nother thing. They stayed in the Sally White room. And then we stayed in the Roy Rogers suite, which nothing happened there. Oh, Roy Rogers. But yeah. that was also right next to the King Ranch room. So we were right in between the two most haunted rooms in the hotel. Ooh. Sounds like fun. Okay. Does sound awesome. So we... Didn't really have any activity in the Roy Rogers suite, but there were some teenagers in the hallway that were playing with a Ouija board. That's so stupid. Yeah. yeah. Right outside our room. I mean, like, what? why? Like, <clears throat> It's a haunted hotel. Okay, I mean, I, I also, understand. if you're never going to be there again. I understand that, but like... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not in the hotel, but like out in the No, courtyard. I still wouldn't even do that. I still wouldn't even do that because the Alamo. It's right next door. I mean, I, I, I don't know. If, if, if you were able to talk to somebody, I would like to talk to someone from the Civil War. That, I think that would be I mean, kind of It cool. wasn't really the Civil War. It was the Alamo was but that Mexican-American. Era. No. Alamo was 1830s. Civil War was 1860s. Yeah, but like it's pretty within, close. It's like pretty close. Like 30 years. Yeah, within that, pretty close. Within that section, within that okay. era. Okay, okay. Somebody in the mid 1800s. Yes, that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty cool. Like, what you know, what's your everyday like? Yeah. Well, I died. Oh, 
It they sucks. probably just know that they died because they're probably looking at you like you're a ghost. Maybe, yeah. I'd probably have to dress up. I'd have to dress up in, like... Civil War outfit? Yeah. In or, a buckskin jacket. A buckskin jacket. You're like, hey, I'm one of you. Take me with you. We came, <laughs> we came full circle with that one. Wow. All right, let's keep going. It's... We're getting close. It's long. Yeah, we're, we're past, but we're good. Yeah. Um, our room really didn't have any activities. Teenagers were out in the hallway playing with a Ouija board. Next day, my friend and I that I was staying with went to go check out some of the gift shops because they had like four or five different gift shops down there. Oh, yeah. Be careful. Don't go in the one with all the glass stuff. It's very Yeah, we expensive. went in there. Yeah, I did too for like two seconds. And Listen. then I looked at a price and then I was like slowly back away. Listen, we went into the one with all the glass stuff. And, of course, we were being safe. We had our hands behind our back or in mm-hmm. our pockets. Um, we entered that one. And as soon as we stepped down, because it has, like, a little step that goes down. Um, as soon as we stepped down, both of us got weird and fucking cold. And it was it was summer. Yeah. Hmm. We got really, really cold. And we started feeling, like, super lightheaded and nauseous at the same time. Our vision started getting kind of blurry. And we didn't really think anything of it. We were like, okay, all the haunted shit is upstairs. Yeah. The bottom floor is fine. And we kind of observed others just to see, like, okay, is anybody else feeling this way? Yeah. Or we just had we just had brunch, so we're not really sick. And we were 15, so we didn't really drink either. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, why are we... And like, we're looking at each other. We're like, do you feel... Are you feeling the same? Is this, is this the thing? Are we... Anyway, um... Nobody else was feeling the same. Everybody was acting yeah. normal. And we're just both kind of looking at each other like, are we in another dimension right now? Yeah, because it's definitely, it's weird, like, not only a cold spot, but, like, a cold spot and not, like, having a weird, like, sickly feeling. Yes. Like, it's definitely. It wasn't even, like, a feeling to where I wanted to puke. It was just, like, my stomach like all of a sudden, upturned. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like you're on a roller coaster and you just, like, flip around real quick mm-hmm. and you didn't, you weren't ready for it and you're just like. What the fuck just happened? Kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and so every time I go and visit the Minger, um, and I go into that specific gift shop, just to, I go to test it out. Yeah. To see, like, okay, maybe that was just a one instance. Yeah. Every single time I go in there, I feel the exact same way. That's crazy. Hmm. So. Well, course. I mean, like, the whole, that whole area is just haunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because. Well, yeah, because, like, you had all the, like, all the death that happened in there because of the Alamo, and then also just throughout history like if the alamo was there that means it's going to be a big trading post like before yes. they built the alamo because yes. every place is going to be a trading post before you build it up yes. and so yeah there's so much history in that one little spot yeah uh question thoughts concerns um no absolutely love it i love the minger it's a beautiful place highly if, recommend y'all visit it oh yeah if you're you know Anywhere close to San Antonio, go stop and just walk around for a couple hours. Even if you don't believe in ghosts. Oh, yeah. Like, just the history on it. Not just the ghost part of it. Just the straight-up history of that area is awesome. Yeah. And beautiful. Beautiful place. Yeah. So, we have some obligations. Yes, we do. The first thing you need to do is you need to tell people about us uh, at least one person a week. That way, we can grow and prosper and everybody can listen to this amazing podcast. The second thing you need to do is go rate us five stars. Where you can do that is Apple Podcasts. Um, That's really the only place you can rate podcasts. It makes no sense. But, you know, 
it is what it is. So go rate us five stars. Leave a little comment there. We'd greatly appreciate that. Um, and then you also have to go follow all of our socials. We got a Facebook, Mistakes Were Made. We got a Twitter, Mistakes Made, because someone took the word. We got an Instagram, Mistakes Were Made. Uh, that's really the main place you need to go follow, because that's where most of the act... The, the strange activity happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, go to our website. That is Um If you go there, you can just kind of go check out all of our socials from there. It's a little bit easier. Uh, so go there. You can Look check at the our socials. Web, our webisodes. Yeah, we webisodes. Have. We have uh, all the episodes on the website. We also have Shane's Drink Corner where you can, uh, you know, drink drinks that I drink. Uh, a lot of drinks in that sentence. That was a weird sentence. Drink. It's okay. Drink, drink. Uh, but yeah, that is your obligations for every single week until you die and become a ghost. Even when you're a ghost, tell people about us. <laughs> Go on to Ghost Apple Podcasts. <laughs> ghost Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Teddy, um, Ro- Teddy Roosevelt listens to this both podcast and ghost one. Does he? I um, really hope he does. I really hope he does. Teddy Roosevelt, if you, if you listen, let us know. Um, I'm sure some mistakes were made today, but until next time. Speak softly and carry a big stick. You will go far. Teddy Roosevelt. Shane. Yeah. Good night. Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Bye-bye.